go another day So I'm telling you exactly what is on my mind Seems like everybody's breaking up And throwing their love away But I know I got a good thing right here That's why I say Personality, I love your sensitivity. Wait, let me take a second, cause I'll be your loving essence only. When I hear your voice speak and I feel your body heat, I love every minute of it. You get the fresh air when it feels like no one cares. That's why I say nobody's gonna love me better. I must stick with you forever. Nobody gonna take me. Nobody, higher. I must stick no. with you. Even if it was part time Now they've been looking at me, smiling at me Laughing like we wasn't happy But not knowing that we're growing and we're getting married Hard loving it, straight thugging Baby, I ain't doing this here for nothing I'm here to get it popping, hopping Let's ride out in the bins Head blowing in the wind Sun glistening on my skin Hey, I'm nasty, you know me But you still be feeling you, baby Back in some 
neck up on it While I stand up in the background and check up on it Fat in the 
in my world And although most men are hoes, he flows on the down low Cause I never heard about him with another girl But I don't sweat it, because it's just pathetic to let it Get me involved in that he said, she said crowd I know that ain't nobody perfect, I give props to those who deserve it And believe yeah. me y'all, he's worth it So here's to the future, cause we got through the past I finally found somebody that could make me laugh I think I wanna have your baby. Listeners, tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. Good morning to the listeners logged on to futurefm.net, qmzradio.com, and janoradio.com. Happy Thursday! Good morning, Clubhouse. Thank you so much. Appreciate you all checking in. Thursday, August 11, 2022. Just in case you need a reminder of the day, the month, and the year. It's Retro Thursday. Hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Gotta say thank you for joining me for Coffee and Toe. World news on the go every Monday through Friday. Starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You can find me on Twitter, Me Media Moments on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. Ball, 
coming through, shot it. It's the weekend eve. Let me try and get ready for the weekend. Positive vibrations, good music, good conversation. We have the headlines coming up right after a little more from 3LW. And you know what? Let me just start it off with Usher. Got two more minutes to spare. Yeah, we can listen to a little Usher. You remind me. What do I remind you of? I'll try. You need to sit down. This may take a while. See this girl, she sort of looks just like you. She even smiles just the way you do So innocent she seemed But I was smooth I'm reminded when I look at you But you remind me of a girl that I was new See your face whenever I I look look at you And you won't believe, won't believe, won't believe it, babe She the one for me till I found out she was on her dream Ooh, she was sex and everyone but me this is why we could never be I can tell you this much though, I wouldn't want a man telling me I remind him of a girl that he wants me not at all. I am unique, I am my own individual. And it's that time we are gonna get started with the headlines. Thank you all so much. Thank you to our listeners who are logged on to futurefm.net. QMZRadar.com, JanoRadar.com, and everyone who is locked in on the FM dial up in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon, Future FM 98.9. Oh, 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 oh. the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news china says the u.s is the main instigator of the war in ukraine sierra leone imposes curfew amid anti-government protests sri lanka ex-leader gotobaya rajapaksa seeks entry into thailand in news out of north america only fans model courtney clemmy charged with second degree murder in fatal stabbing of Christian Toby Obumseli. A hard plane landing resulted in a Southwest Airlines flight attendant breaking her back. 
Trump says he took the fifth in New York civil investigation. DeSantis suspends Tampa prosecutor who took stance against criminalizing abortion providers. Judge denies petition to release Uvalde shooting recordings. FBI raids, um, well, I'm sorry, let me reread that. FBI's Ray denounces threats following search of Trump home. In business and tech news, Google calls out Apple over outdated technology and user experience. Help at Apple, hashtag get the message. Chipotle to offer $1 million worth of free burritos to recognize teachers before the new school year. In health and science news, eight reasons why you wake up tired and how to fix it. In sports news, FIFA looks to start World Cup in Qatar one day earlier. Fraser Price blazes 10.62 in Monaco. And Serena Williams loses to Belinda Benchik in first match since saying she will evolve away from tennis. In the Caribbean corner, JLP Youth Group calls for Bunting's resignation over FLA revelation. No early release, Jack Yore remains behind bars in the Netherlands. And Jamaican cop charged with smuggling cocaine in her body gets 33 months. In Latin America, Brazilian woman robs her mother of $142 million using alleged psychics. In Believe It or Not Stories, doctor in California allegedly attempted to kill her husband by pouring Drano in his lemonade on multiple occasions. Nebraska woman charged with helping daughter have abortion. Six schools in North Carolina County to place AR-15s in every building this school year. In entertainment news, Taylor Swift says she did not know who 3LW was prior to being sued over players gonna play lyric in Shake It Off. Hamilton team responds to Texas Church's unauthorized performance. We're gonna be back with the details after this music break. Here is Fat Joe with Ashanti What's Love.
everybody get on down Cause you know we got to get it wrong Mary J is in the spot tonight And I'ma make you feel alright right. Come on baby, just party with me Let loose and set your body free Leave your situations at the door So when you step inside, jump on the floor Let's get it Thank you to all our listeners tuned in on Future FM 98.9 Up there in the Bronx, Westchester and Mount Vernon I'll be with you until the top of the hour Thank you to all our listeners logged on to futurefm.net QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com And everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens Our moments with me and you're listening to Coffee in Tow World News on the Go every Monday through Friday Starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Where I read the news and we share our views Something about this song, I'm dancing while I'm here talking It's in a good frame of mind Hope we're able to lift your spirits this morning through music It's Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT, Throwback Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And it is time for us to get into the details, and we're starting off with international news. So this is a conversation we've been having for quite a while now, ever since uh, February, to be exact. Um, China says the U.S. is the main instigator of the war in Ukraine. The Chinese ambassador to Moscow has called the United States the main instigator of the war in Ukraine and accused Washington of seeking to crush Russia. Ambassador Zhang Hanhui said the U.S. backed Russia into a corner with repeated expansions of the NATO Defense Alliance and support for forces seeking to align Ukraine with the European Union rather than Moscow. As the initiator and main instigator of the Ukrainian crisis, Washington, while imposing unprecedented comprehensive sanctions on Russia, continues to supply arms and military equipment to Ukraine. Zhang was quoted as saying in an interview with the Russian state news agency, TASS. Their ultimate goal is to exhaust and crush Russia with a protracted war and the cudgel of sanctions. Zhang rallied or railed against U.S. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi for her visit last week to self-governing Taiwan, which China claims as its own, and said the U.S. was trying to apply the same tactics in Ukraine and Taiwan to revive a Cold War mentality, contain China and Russia, and provoke major power rivalry and confrontation. Non-intervention in internal affairs is the most fundamental principle of maintaining peace and stability in our world, Zhang said, applying the principle to criticize Washington's Taiwan policy, but not Russia's invasion of Ukraine. I think this is a conversation we have been having. Go ahead, Marlon. Marlon. Oh, okay. I'm a, a mistake, but yeah, we, we've been talking about this for a while, so 
Um, nothing to say. Uh, we doing it. So. <laughs> yeah, we've pretty much exhausted it. Um, we we in our own humble corner, right, of the world. We've been saying this, and we've been saying it as it relates to the U.S. and other countries as well. You know the subtle dictatorship style and i'm saying subtle for a reason it's not as blatant well is it really subtle though come to think of it is it really subtle yes i don't think it's i wouldn't call it subtle because yeah yeah it's it's their war it's between russia and china and about to start one with uh, about to start one with china you mean between Russia and the U.S. via Ukraine? Yeah. So, and I don't know. I've been I've been thinking about that that um, fire in in the oil thing in, in Cuba. In Cuba, yeah. Thinking about that, and I'm wondering if somebody hit that with a drone or something. But hey, I think James. Um, was it James? James was, good morning, James. I'm calling you out. You know something? Good morning, um, Sula Chief Javette Altada. Good morning. Um, James, was it you who said that you are a little skeptical of that um, situation in Cuba? Yep, yep, that was me. I think someone hit it. You know, Joe, yeah. Joe, look, Joe, have a similar look to lightning, so. It's possible. Not, uh, uh, trust me, anything is possible, but hey. But to what? Um, I don't know. Does it really make sense to really cripple? Let us say, let us say that was the situation. I'm, I'm not, we're not saying that, folks. We're saying, what if that was the situation? Do, you may not agree with the decisions of the leaders of a country, but do we think about the ripple effects? Do we think about the people who are really going to come under the, the pressure? The ones who are going to be suffering the most. Do we think about them? Do we care about them? We don't care. We, we do what we impose, what we want to impose, and then we blame the leaders and say it's their fault that their citizens are suffering because they refuse to jump on the ship with us. Yeah, but, but moments, remember, it's not about the people. Remember, like, um, Cuba for America was like, you see, like how, like there, there, there's like Puerto Rico and there's um, Hawaii. Yeah. Cuba is that for America, and Cuba is is more like a more attractive location for 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 the American government than even um, like Puerto Rico. Like if if America if America can get control of Cuba, they'll treat Cuba way better than how you see the treat people in Puerto Rico. Because remember, like in the fifties, remember Cuba was like the first Las Vegas. A, a lot of people don't know right, that. Right, right, right. Yes, it Cuba, was. Like all the burlesque dancers, um, what's it? The, the the singers, the 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 those singers used to the American singer, like you know, like all of those people. Like Cuba was the spot. Like casino gambling, prostitution. Cuba was the spot. And, and Castro, when Castro took over, then that was all gone. So America wants that. It's not like it's not like Haiti where America just comfortable seeing Haiti just like crumble. 
they don't they don't want anything to do with Haiti. They don't want the land. They don't. Uh, maybe if they find gold or, or, or diamond tomorrow, <laughs> they might change their mind. But as of now, they don't want anything. But Cuba, they want Cuba because Cuba is Cuba is a beautiful place. I tell people that like right. We talk about Jamaica, how beautiful Jamaica is, but Cuba is one of the most beautiful landmass that I've ever seen in my life. So, and Americans want it. So, oh. it's not about the people, it's about the, the land, you know? So, hold on now, James. Let's look at it. As you're talking, I'm here thinking. Location, location, location. Right? Real estate. Let's think like that, okay? The reason people, or let's say the U.S., doesn't want um hold on let me let me get my thoughts together because I'm, I'm a little off this morning but let me get my thoughts together i'm here thinking the reason they did they really want um puerto rico or did they just want it as a territory to stave off russia do they really they don't want haiti but they don't want anybody in haiti if Jamaica were to take sides with Russia and, you know, decide to be a full supporter of Russia, sanctions would be imposed on um, Jamaica, right? Don't you think? I think it's more about geopolitics in the sense that anything to keep Russia out of the Caribbean basin, which is too close to home for them, I think that's their focus. And I know I don't, I'm not being very coherent right now and my thoughts are not all together, but I'll, I'll get it out. I'll get it out eventually. I think it's location, location, location. Um, Haiti, when I think about Haiti, I think about what Dr. Daphne said the other day. They don't really care about the country, but they do care. Make sense? Um, they're going to cripple it and then go in and save it. But it's not crippled enough yet. All the bones in the body are not yet broken. I, I don't know if I'm making sense. But that's the feeling you kind of get when you do the research and you're looking at the history and you're looking at things that have happened year over year, decade over decade. Yeah. You know, but... um. Yeah, but, but honestly, I don't think they want hate to do. Like, even cripple... Are, are no cripple like the same way because look at puerto rico they don't want puerto rico look how look how they treat puerto rico you know and if like hawaii hawaii is a bit better the, the, the treatment for hawaii is a bit better and i think hawaii was was it hawaii and um, alaska was like a fight between them and russia right and and they they they, they got like alaska i i think yeah alaska because alaska was a really, part of russia yeah alaska is closer to russia and 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 i think canada had some claim on it too or something like that um but but if you see the way how they treat puerto rico like even in the last couple of disasters like i honestly believe that if um cuba get to like a level where um the government just give up and say you know what um we can't do this and build like toll roads build bridges build hotels build like they, they'll send um all their big companies you know offshore this offshore that and they will treat it better than how they treat puerto rico i i strongly believe that
All right. So I have a couple of comments from the chat. Um, Dre, the idol spot they wanted was Cuba, based on where it's positioned. They failed at that, and Puerto Rico was the second option. They needed Cuba on the position on how easy it was to get to Panama when they were building the canal. The next comment, Otada, I think with Haiti, it's more punishment right now. When the powers to um, be feel that Haiti has suffered enough, they will take it back from the Haitian government. Pretty much what, um, yeah, what we've been alluding to. Interesting. Geopolitics, isn't it? Um, we don't care about the people. We only care about our um, selves. We, we, we're only caring about our agenda. And we don't care who it impacts and who it affects. But yeah, we have been talking about this. And um, it's weird. I shouldn't say weird. But it's funny how an, an, an editor, an author comes up and says, well, or I should say a journalist, that's the right term. China says the U.S. is the main instigator of the war in the Ukraine. And there's more to be discussed upon that, but we do have to keep it moving. Sierra Leone imposes curfew amid anti-government protests. Anti-government protesters in Sierra Leone have clashed with police in the streets of the capital, Freetown, as tensions over the rising cost of living turned deadly in the West African nation. In a national broadcast on Wednesday, Vice President Mohamed Jul Dejalo said that lives of both policemen and civilians were lost without giving further details. He announced a nationwide curfew from 3 p.m. local time. The protesters demanded the departure of President Julius Mada Bayo, who was elected in 2018 and still has 10 months left in his term. The demonstrators chanted, Bayo must go, as they made their way through the capital Freetown. Videos on social media showed large crowds of protesters and piles of burning tires in eastern Freetown. Other footage showed a group of young men throwing rocks on a street filled with whitish smoke and another group attacking a man on the ground. These unscrupulous individuals have embarked on a violent and unauthorized protest which has led to the loss of lives of innocent Sierra Leoneans, including security personnel. And that's according to Vice President Jalo. The government has criticized the unidentified organizers of the protest, warning that the country already has suffered enough through more than a decade of civil war that ended in 2002. On Tuesday, the National Security Coordinator asked the armed forces to be prepared to back up the police from August 9 to 12, warning of a potentially volatile security situation, according to an internal letter shared widely online. Long-standing frustration with the government in some quarters has been exasperated by rising prices for basic goods in the West African country, where more than half of its population of around 8 million live before below the poverty line, according to the World Bank. This year has been a tumultuous year, I will say, for a lot of leaders, um, especially in quote-unquote third-world countries. We're seeing citizens are frustrated truly frustrated and they're tired they're just trying to survive right they want to get to the next day and they're finding it hard just to do the basic things everybody's rising up and asking for answers and saying enough is enough if you can't do right by the people get out that's where everybody's standing and i think other countries need not just sit by and watch and be like, oh my, what's going on there? 
see to it that you have dotted your i's and crossed your t's clean up your act and make sure your house is in order so that the same fate does not befall you don't sit down comfortably thinking that you know you're living off of taxpayers dollars and you can do whatever you want and you know it doesn't reach your doorstep so you're okay wake up and think about the citizens of your countries Sri Lanka Gotabaya Rajapaksa seeks entry into Thailand former Sri Lankan president Gotabaya Rajapaksa has requested entry into Thailand for a temporary stay in a second Southeast Asian country after fleeing his island nation last month amid mass protests the Thai foreign ministry is reporting Rajapaksa fled to Singapore on July 14 following widespread demonstrations over Sri Lanka's worst economic crisis in seven decades and days after thousands of protesters stormed the president's official residence and office over acute shortages of food fuel and medicine he then resigned from the presidency becoming the first sri lankan head of state to quit midterm rajapaksa is expected to leave singapore and head to thailand's capital bangkok on thursday this is according to the Reuters news agency citing two sources who asked not to be named sri lanka's foreign ministry did not immediately respond to requests for comment there was no immediate comment from the sri lankan embassy in singapore which had supported rajapaksa's attempt to stay longer in the city-state tani sangrat a thai foreign ministry spokesman said rajapaksa holds a diplomatic passport that allows him entry into the country for 90 days he did not say when rajapaksa intended to visit rajapaksa has made no public appearances or comments since leaving sri lanka and those are the stories from the international scene when we return it is news out of north america here is b2k with bum 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 we sending this one out to all the ladies all over the world. All the ladies all over the all world. All my sexy mamas. Come on, come on, come on. As we proceed to give you what you need, you know I like it when your body go bum, bum, bum. Bad boy, B2K. Yo, oh, talk to him, player. Yeah. I like your little sexy style. Love it when you're getting wild. Girl in the club with me. Come over here, let me talk to you for a minute. Girl, you need to be in magazines With a crown on your head Cause you's a ghetto queen Like bling, bling, bling Come on, you fine, girl The way you're shaking that sexy Body shaped like an hourglass Yeah, let's do it, y'all I wanna get you to myself Me and nobody else Can do the things we do Baby, there is something that I need from you Come on, baby, turn around and let me see that sexy body go bum, bum, bum That is all I wanna see Baby, show me Come on, baby, turn around and let me see that sexy body go bum, bum, bum The way you're doing everything in me I can't take it, baby me. Gonna have to stop pleasing me while we're on this floor. Stop Ooh, baby. Yeah, you. you're taking it round and round. Uh, I love the way you put it down. You're making me scream for more. Give me more. Let's go. Don't stop. Go put your two way next to mine. Uh, baby, you need any time. You and me behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. 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 
Thank you to all our listeners tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. And to everyone logged on to FutureFM.net, Q1ZRadio.com, and JanoRadio.com. And to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Total World News on the Go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok Moments with Me Media. It's Retro Thursday hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday music from the 80s, 90s and and early 2000s. And it's time for us to get into the details of stories out of North America. But before doing so, I, you know, I checked the chat where I love it in the chat here on Clubhouse. So a couple of comments, right? Um, one question was, do we still have a U.S. military area in Cuba? The response, yes. Thanks, Dre. I always wonder why we are there. <laughs> and the response to that one Guantanamo Bay still up and running, and to my surprise, I'm finding out this 99-year lease that they thought is the U.S. had all of a sudden, oh, hold on, so all of a sudden we're finding out that there's no expiration date on that lease, so they own Guantanamo Bay indefinitely. Ay, Dios mío. I didn't know that. Yeah, growing up uh, in, in Jamaica when we were doing Caribbean history, I don't know if the teacher taught us wrong, but the teacher told us that it was a, ni- <laughs> yeah, that it was a 99-year lease. 
that was supposed to end in 2008 and then all of a sudden like when i'm reading articles like they have this no date lease i never know they, they could do something like that so they leave when they want <laughs> yes, yeah, so, you know, of course, I jumped on Google, right? So, um, when does the U.S. lease on Guantanamo Bay expire? So, in 1903, history lessons, folks, we're learning history here. Um, Caribbean history. <laughs> in 1903, Cuban lease of Guantanamo Bay to the United States has no fixed expiration date. It can only be ended if the U.S. Navy decides to abandon the area or both countries agree mutually to end the lease. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Dre. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did not know the lease was indefinite. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was a term lease, meaning there's an end date. Wow. Look at that. Looky here. Looky here. Do, will they ever get out? I don't think and so. The, and the terms, the part that says both country mutually. Yeah. Hmm. That means both of them. If one disagree, the lease will continue. Facts. Do you think Cuba wants them out of Guantanamo Bay? Do we? Hell yes. But the U.S. is not going to leave, and I can't blame them. Let, let's think geopo geopolitics here. Because if they move, they are running the risk of who moving in. Right? Yeah. If they move, if they leave, they run the risk of Russia or even China setting, and I think more Russia setting up shop there. So they're not going to risk it. Do I think that it's learning this now, just learning this now, it makes even more sense, Dre, as to why they're not going to lift the sanctions that they have imposed on Cuba. They're not going to do it. There is an aim in mind. Why may I tell you? I want how much rent is over there. And what, <laughs> He was paying um, Cuba for their for their land. I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. That's another interesting question. Inquiring minds want to know. But my question is, why did Cuba lease the land to Guantanamo Bay in the first place? Why did they do that? What was the real reason? Granted, um, this years ago. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Dre. Yeah, that was 1903, so there, there wasn't any bad bad conflict between them. But what I do know, what I learned in Jamaica, essentially, um, that's why they had Batista and them as puppet president. They wanted Cuba. They didn't really want Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was like a second option, you know. But they wanted somewhere in the Caribbean where they could man everything, like they could man South America and stop everybody from coming in. And Cuba was like the biggest land over there and like the perfect spot is close to the u.s it, it perfectly central to um south america and central america it, it was what they wanted and they failed at it and you know puerto rico was the next best option for them wow so they're definitely not leaving guantanamo they're not they're not i put up an article how the u.s stole guantanamo bay and this article is 
from uh, Cuba Solidarity.org.uk. But I can't get into that now. But you know, I'm I'm gonna pin it so we can look at it. Yeah, interesting, very interesting. So stories out of North America. OnlyFans model Courtney Clenny charged with second-degree murder in fatal stabbing of Christian Toby Obumseli. And remember, this um, happened. We sp- when this happened, uh, we spoke about it. So Courtney Clenny, the OnlyFans model who fatally stabbed her boyfriend in a Miami luxury condo, has been arrested for murder, according to the Miami Herald. Uh, the outlet reports Clenny was taken into custody on Wednesday in Hawaii and will soon be extradited to Miami where she'll face a second-degree murder charge with a deadly weapon for the April stabbing. The 26-year-old's defense attorney, Frank Prieto, confirmed Clenny's arrest and said she's been in rehab in Hawaii for substance abuse and post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm completely shocked, especially since we were cooperating with the investigation and offered to voluntarily surrender her if she were charged. We look forward to clearing her name in court. The arrest comes following a months-long investigation into the incident where the OnlyFans model, who also goes by Courtney Taylor, fatally stabbed her then-boyfriend, Christian Obumseli, during a domestic dispute. Her lawyers argue she acted in self-defense. Obumseli's relatives have called for Clenny's arrest ever since the April 3 stabbing. <laughs> Why do I feel that there is a strategy here in play? Why did she have to go to rehab in Hawaii? Rehab for substance abuse and post-traumatic stress disorder. They're going to go for the uh, mental illness as a way to try to get her off. That that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, but she was arrested before, you know, but this the record is sealed. So now Oh, yeah, interesting. We open it, so I'm waiting to see what's in it. Oh they're opening what, it, Marlon? Yeah, they're gonna reopen that record. So as soon as they open it we'll find out soon because um something is in there. That's why that's why they went and charged her for the murder. Because there's something in that record sealed when she was um, 18 or 19 years old but she was never she got off of it and it was sealed wow. so okay. to see well they, they know what's in there we don't know yet mm-hmm. so eventually find out so that's why they charged her because obviously it's a possibility something she has done before or attempted before yeah and um, so that's why they, they're going to reopen it so let's see what happens um, we'll see. Yeah, and I'm sure she didn't want that because that now it's going to hurt the story that she has corroborated, right? And it's going to yeah. hurt her defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's see what let's see what comes out of it. I'm I'm here getting my popcorn and watching. A Southwest Airlines flight attendant's back is broken after a hard plane landing. The impact of a flight landing was so hard that a flight attendant suffered a compression fracture to her vertebrae. The incident happened last month on a flight landing in Santa Ana, California. The landing was so rough the stewardess thought the aircraft had crashed. NBC News reports that there are no confirmed details on why the landing was hard following an investigation. However, pilots told investigators that they were landing as they normally would on the runway. 
The plane made several trips that day and the, and the pilots landed on a smaller runway. It ended up being a firm landing, said the National Transportation Safety Board on Friday in a report. At the time the attendant was injured, she was reportedly in a jump seat located at the back of the plane. That's according to NBC News. I'm trying to understand. Was anyone else on the flight? This is a Southwest Airlines flight. Was anyone else um, hurt? Did anybody suffer? Anybody else suffer whiplash? Was she the only one? And that's going to be a lot. Of, those are the questions they're going to ask because it's kind of odd that she would be the only one that had any injury as a result. I, I know those jump seats, the, the backs are straight as heck and you strap up, you know, you put them on and you sit down. And when you sit in those jump seats, you, besides being strapped, you usually see the flight attendants holding on because it is kind of rough. And those of us who have ever sat in the back of a plane, the most uncomfortable place to be in a plane, if you ask me. But um, yeah, they usually hold on in addition to being strapped in. That's pretty interesting somebody else must have been injured as well so we're going to wait to see if anyone else comes forward i personally believe this is just my humble opinion and i'm not trying to pour water on her situation but i somehow feel that there um she was probably injured before and that just um made it worse all right so <laughs> our favorite character our favorite celebrity our favorite politician our let me scratch politician because he's in nowhere politician. But our favorite president, Donald Trump, took the fifth in the New York civil investigation. <laughs> Donald Trump invoked his Fifth Amendment protection against self-incrimination as he testified under oath on Wednesday in the New York Attorney General's long-running civil investigation into his business dealings, the former president said in a statement. About an hour after arriving at Attorney General Letitia James's Manhattan offices, Trump announced that he declined to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States Constitution. I once asked, hmm, if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now I know the answer to that question, the statement said. When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and the fake news media, you have no choice. During more than six hours at the office building, Trump used Truth Social, the social media platform he founded, to review the decor. Very plush, beautiful, and expensive, and to suggest the attorney general was squandering time investigating him instead of attending to crime in New York. As vociferous as Trump has been in defending himself in written statements and on the rally stage, legal experts said answering questions in a deposition was risky because anything he said could potentially be used against him in a parallel criminal investigation by the Manhattan District Attorney. The Fifth Amendment protects people from being compelled to be witnesses against themselves in a criminal case. Also, if the Attorney General's investigation leads to a civil case against Trump and it went to trial, 
jurors could be told that he invoked his protection against self-incrimination. New York University law professor Stephen Gillers said he was surprised that Trump had done so, given his previous experience with depositions, a legal term for sworn testimony that's not given in court. Jousting with lawyers at depositions while avoiding lying is something he's proud of, Gillers said. Perhaps his lawyers feared his impetuosity. Impetuosity. Why can't I say this word? I know what I'm not going to beat myself up. Would imperil him. Right? Trump has undergone many depositions dating to his career as a real estate developer. He has sometimes seemed to relish giving answers. For example, he said he was pleased to have had the opportunity to tell my side last October in a lawsuit brought by protesters who say his security guard roughed them up outside Trump Towers in 2015. However, Trump invoked the Fifth Amendment to refuse to answer 97 questions in a 1990 divorce deposition. Messages seeking comment were left with James's office. Wednesday's events unfolded two days after FBI agents searched Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida as part of an unrelated federal probe into whether he took classified records when he left the White House. New York's investigation is led by James, a Democrat, who has said in court filings that her office has uncovered significant evidence that Trump's company misled lenders and tax authorities about the value of prized assets like golf courses and skyscrapers. The company, the Trump Organization, even exaggerated the size of Trump's Manhattan penthouse, saying it was nearly three times its actual size, a difference in value of about $200 million, James's office said. Trump has denied the allegations, contending that seeking the best valuations is a common practice in the real estate industry. He's also accused James, who is black, of racism in pursuing the investigation. In May, James's office said that it was nearing the end of an investigation against Trump, his company, or both. The Republicans' deposition was one of the few remaining missing pieces. And it is that time for my folks up there in New York. I'm so sorry, FutureFM.net and FutureFM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and uh Mount Vernon. I'm so sorry. I went blank there for a second. I have to say thank you so much for tuning in. It was a pleasure having you join me, but you can definitely join the conversation and listen in by logging on to www.qmzradio.com or www.janoradio.com or you can join us on Clubhouse. Thank you so much. This is Moments with me signing out. Come on, come on. See us in the club, just showing a little love, 
represent your side like me Drown me, if you stick, you catch a hot one Drown shot, a couple of down one Belvedere in the rear of the club Pulled up on dubs and we bout to go and buy the bar up So, so, for sure we ain't playing Hang with no lames, walk insane Waiting for you to 
anybody, cause they seen me do it. Barricades, I run right through them, used to them. Throw all the dirt you want, no use. Still won't have a pent up in a fabulous room. Bone her back, picking out a basket of fruit. I love you, boy. Yeah, freaking Petey, love you too. <laughs> you know how I do. Listeners, logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Talk World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It's Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. Music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And as the songs are here playing, and I'm singing them, I'm lip-syncing them, right? Because um, I'm on air, so I don't want y'all to hear my bad voice. But you know what came in my mind? I remember what my parents would say to me when I was young. I hope you know your books as well as you know all these songs, because every song that comes on, you know them word for word. I hope you got your studies down pat. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who heard that growing up. Coming up, we're going to continue with news out of North America. Before the break, we were talking about the article where Trump says he took the fifth in the New York civil investigation. So yesterday, I was having a conversation with Marlon, and it's it's really interesting that he wants to plead the fifth for everything. 
you have so much talk. You're so big and bad. But you're going to keep your mouth shut? Why? Talk. What I'm saying? Talk up the things then? <laughs> Is he being smart? By pleading the fifth? All of a sudden, he's concerned about the people in his orbit? What about all those who have taken the fall so far? Was he not concerned about them while he was in, in uh, while he was the president? Question: Does he have at his residence in New York and at Mar-a-Lago? Does he have a podium with the flag and the seal? I wasn't sure if I was seeing right. Does he really have a press room set up with a podium with the U.S. seal on it? And the flag as though he were still president. Does any other president have that set up in their home? Does he, in his mind, still think he's the president? Oh, I think he still is the president. I think he still thinks that. You know, but I'm not sure if he has that. I'm not sure. But one thing I can say, though, is if you know you're not clean, you stay out a certain way. Certain things you don't do, certain places you don't go, you don't be in certain politics. If you know your background is not clean, you don't go into certain things because they will dig it up and they will find it. So, I think he's, I think he's sorry. That's why he pleaded fifth because he's realized now he's coming down the fire, and a lot of people gonna get in trouble now. You know, a lot of his counterparts, and he have a lot of them. Um, they're going to they're gonna start digging them up too as well, which they don't want to be able to find out what they've been doing. So I think a lot more going to come out of this. Yes. Um, everything happened for a reason. And that's what I said to you a couple of years ago. He had to win the presidency. He had to win. No if no but about it. He had to win. So that's what it is. Let's see what, let's see, let's see what's going to unfold in another couple of months. Um, I'm here looking for something, Marlon, because I, I remember seeing the article that, oh my gosh, I'm so foolish for not having pinned it, but it's an image and it shows you the different, um, people or organizations or branches that are coming after him. And I'm like, wow, he's like the bullseye in the middle of it. And I, 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 I don't know why I forgot to pin it. But he's in the middle of it, and it's like, he's coming under heavy fire. The walls are closing in on him, and uh, he doesn't know what to do. That's what I feel. His legal team, they're probably running out of options. I don't know. But you know what gets me, too? When I saw the news the other day, and I saw these people crying. <laughs> crying at lago crying, you know, begging for him and so and so. And the same people who's crying, they can't even get a, a pass to go on the on the golf course. They He would have allowed them to go on the golf course. But yo, they're crying for this man. I think I don't know why people, we're so stupid. Wow. What is the fascination with him? Why are people so, even the Republicans up there in Washington, it's as though they're afraid of him. Does he have that much dirt on them? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dr. Daphne. I've seen it in the school system a lot. Is people fascinated with the bully. Their way of dealing with the bully is to become the bully friend. 
So that way, as long as he's their friend in their circle, he's not going to pick on them. Then on top of that, he probably have dirt on them. That's all that is. Like, people aspire to be the bully. They aspire to, 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 you fired, you know, they aspire to do that kind of stuff. He, he, he's like something they want to be. That's their version of power that you could do anything you want to get away with it. You could cuss, you could touch, you could do whatever your heart desire. You don't get caught. You don't get punished. That's some of this male that look like him idea of power. That's, that's what happens. I want to be a friend with the bully, Dr. Daphne, so the bully doesn't pick on me. Yeah, that's wow. a, that's a, yeah, that's, when we talk to young people, why do they not, that's why they will not be a friend. If they, you, know, you, you see them on television, it's, that's, that's their reality, not necessarily ours, where the two boy or girl grew up together and over someone got popular the other one that's why it, that's how it happens one of them became the friend of the bully become the friend of the crowd and they pick on the other because they're not going to be picked on so they're not going to look at their dirt they're not going to look under their chair look at in, in their closet and they're the in crowd so they know what's coming so they can protect themselves that is real survival thing Good morning, Fabian. Thank you, Dr. Daphne. Go right ahead, Fabian. Yes, uh, good morning to everybody in the room. This Trump, um, <laughs> I think uh, we've always been kind of intrigued by the rich and powerful, regardless of their character. You look at Elon Musk, for example, and everybody's all gaga over, you know, all the wealth that he's uh, acquired. His character, you know, remains to be seen, how, how we want to judge that, but I think the rich and powerful have always had that uh, kind of aura about them, and for those who might be infatuated in, that, in such things and, and put a premium on money over character, well, that's what we see playing out at, 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 at that place in Palm Beach. Wow. Crying, Fabian. Crying. People are crying for this man. They will go to jail for this man. They some might even give up their lives for this man. It's craziness. It is madness. Madness, madness. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I don't know. I must be wired wrong. I don't know. But um I don't get it. And he doesn't care as Marlon said. They the, these people who are here begging for him and supporting him wholeheartedly, he doesn't even recognize them and he wouldn't even give them the time of day but how is a racist going to call someone else a racist H how does that happen you couldn't have exposed yourself any more than when you referred to Letitia Letitia James as banana boat right when we read the article earlier this week you, it couldn't have been any clearer but now you're going to talk about her being racist <laughs> uh, um, do we think I know we have said before that nothing is going to come out of it are we still of that train of thought are we still thinking that way yes I do you think so Okay. 
Yeah, man, this is all smoke. Anytime they bring those kind of major smoke, they're doing something behind the back. I'm not a conspiracy theory. I've just been watching the pattern of what's going on. They keep the public busy, and the lobbyists are, are making deals or signing laws and signing regulations that we're not aware of. It's nonsense. That has nothing to do with us. We as a uh, African American need to start really paying attention to our business. You know, look at the what laws have been passed and in the family law and legality. That's what we need to start paying attention to. Leave these people alone. Yeah. They're not okay, nothing about somebody's running the White House is sure inviting. So whatever. <laughs> you know you know, moments you know, we we look at these party systems, even in Jamaica for example, JLP and PNP and you know, when it's election time uh, both parties put on a show, they come into your neighborhood and give a food and ray, 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 ray. But behind the scenes, many of these are uh, fierce rivals. And them go to see them school, them go to see them, them kids go to see them school, them, them, them go to see them church. So, along with the doctor just said, you know, it's all for a lot of show. Pomp and circumstance, Dems and Republicans, and we have these hearings in them. But trust me, behind the scenes, we might be a surprise and alarmed to see how friendly they actually are when the cameras are off. Trust me. Mm, trust me. Man. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, the president of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis, on Thursday suspended Tampa's elected prosecutor, Andrew Warren, for pledging not to use his office to go after people who seek and provide abortions or on doctors that provide gender-affirming care to transgender people. In his executive order, DeSantis accused Warren of neglect of duty and incompetence as the state attorney of Hillsborough County. To take a position that you have veto powers over the laws of the state is untenable. This is what DeSantis said at a press conference in Tampa, surrounded by law enforcement. Warren responded hours later, accusing DeSantis of trying to overthrow democracy in Hillsborough County. At a previously planned news conference, during which he unveiled two suspects in a pair of 40-year-old cold case murders, Warren defiantly declared, I'm still the duly elected state attorney of Hillsborough County. If the governor thinks he can do a better job, then he should run for state attorney or not president, Warren said, referencing reports that DeSantis is widely considered to be a contender for the GOP nomination in 2024. Warren did not say if he intends to pursue legal action to void the suspension, nor is it clear what happens if he attempts to continue working as the state attorney. Early Thursday, the website for the Office of the State Attorney 13th Judicial Circuit of Florida was placed in maintenance mode. By evening, it was back online and featured DeSantis' appointee to replace Warren Hillsborough County Circuit Court Judge Suzanne Lopez. The move by DeSantis, a Republican, to remove a Democrat twice elected by Hillsborough voters drew an immediate and a sharp rebuke from Democratic state lawmakers and officials. Minority leader Lauren Book said DeSantis was behaving more like a dictator than America's governor. And Agriculture Commissioner uh, Nikki Freed, a Democratic candidate for governor, called Warren's suspension a politically motivated attack on a universally respected state attorney democratically elected to exercise prosecutorial discretion. 
Ron DeSantis is a pathetic bully, Freed said. DeSantis said the decision to suspend Warren came after he directed staff to review whether any state attorneys in Florida had taken it upon themselves to determine which laws they like and will enforce after watching prosecutors in other states decline to press charges for certain crimes. That review led them to Warren, who has become a vocal advocate for criminal justice reform and overturning wrongful convictions. Trump 2.0 What about agreeing to disagree respectfully? If someone goes against you when it comes to serving the public, if that's your agenda, if they don't think like you do, this is what you do to them? Suspend them? Bully behavior. Yeah. Well, you, you know, the, the game plan is working for Trump. So this guy, as you said, is literally junior, uh, maybe a little more tact <laughs> than Trump. But uh, but if I had to pick somebody that's going to emerge from, from the GOP to run, uh, I think it's this guy because he fits, he fits the criteria to me. He really does, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. He, he took a page out of Trump's, Trump's playbook, Fabian, and he's upping the ante. Yes, yep. It's like a replica of him. It's scary. Wow. Neglect of duty and incompetence because you are not going after people who seek and provide abortions foreign doctors that provide gender-affirming care to transgender people. So in other words, I have an idea of what the world is supposed to look like and Anything that steps outside of the lines of the box is a problem to me, and I'm going to get rid of them. If I say everybody in this world is supposed to be straight, everybody is supposed to be straight. If I say that no abortions whatsoever, that's what I mean. I don't care. And if you dare to color outside the lines, I'm going to get rid of you. This is a dictatorship, and I hope the Cubans are watching this. They are so afraid of dictatorship in Cuba. But it's right here in Florida. With Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. If he becomes... If! And I hope it's a very thin if! He should ever pursue presidency of this country. May God be with us. Not if, but when. James, I'm going to do like the Nigerians do. I forbid. I forbid. I forbid. No. No, James. Please remove that. You, 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 realize, you realize that, that Trump changed the climate of the Republican that even someone like Marco Rubio can't even run anymore. He, he doesn't fit the description now. So, someone like like a Ted Cruz and and a DeSantis, and I'm sure there'll be others that's going to emerge. That you know, that's what Republican is. That's what Republican is now. Like Rubio seemed too too tame or too soft to to, to, to even run because he, he's the type. 
he's the type of person that apologizes. Remember when he apologized for the the Trump thing, um, the size of his hand compared to the size of his penis. <laughs> and he apologized and said that was out of pocket. And he apologized to his family. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ted Cruz apologize or or, um, or DeSantis? No. So so that's the type of leadership Republicans are looking for now. And I think Trump kind of kind of set the, 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 the new standard of what it's going to take for a Republican to, to, to even run. So if you have any kind of moral or, or, or any decency, don't even think about running, <laughs> you know, as a Republican. Wow. Ron DeSantis is a pathetic bully, said Freed. He is. It is bullying. I wonder how he handles his wife. Just thinking. Is it a di dictatorship in his home? Or... Or does she bully him and this is the only platform in which he can feel powerful? Because you know some people do that, right? They have no power at home, no say at home. They feel intimidated at home. So when they get into their offices, they exercise every power that they can. I wonder, could that be the case with them? Hmm. A district court judge denied a petition to force the release of more information on the Uvalde school shooting. The judge said the request was not properly submitted. Texas State Senator Roland Gutierrez expressed his frustration 70 days after the shooting at Robb Elementary that left 19 students and two teachers dead. The community believes they are not getting timely and truthful answers. Gutierrez said he will appeal the judge's decision and I agree why are they refusing to release the information what are they covering up if heads are to roll let them roll please let's keep it moving these families demand justice and they deserve justice the director of the FBI had strong words on Wednesday for supporters of former President Donald Trump, who have been using violent rhetoric in the wake of his agency's search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Christopher Wray, who was appointed as the agency's director in 2017 by Donald Trump, called threats circulating online against federal agents and the Justice Department deplorable and dangerous. I'm always concerned about threats to law enforcement, Ray said. Violence against law enforcement is not the answer, no matter who you are upset with. Ray made the remarks following a news conference during a long-planned visit to the agency's field office in Omaha, Nebraska, where he discussed the FBI's focus on cybersecurity. He declined to answer questions about the hours-long search Monday by February FBI agents, of Trump's Palm Beach, Florida resort. It has been easy to find the threats and a call to arms in those corners of the internet favored by right-wing extremists since Trump himself announced the search of his Florida home. Reactions included the ubiquitous, the ubiquitous, why am I struggling with words this morning? Forgive me folks, lock and load. That's in quotations. That was posted. And calls for federal agents and even U.S. General Attorney Merrick Garland to be assassinated. Am I hearing an insurrection repeat here? On Gab, a social media site popular with white supremacists and anti-Semites, one poster going by the name of Stephen said he was waiting on, I quote, the call 
to mount an armed revolution. All it takes is one call, and millions will arm up and take back this country. It will be over in less than two weeks, the poster said. Another Gab poster implored others, let's get this started. This unelected, illegitimate regime crossed the line with their Gestapo raid. It is long past time the lib socialist filth were cleansed from American society. The search of Trump's residence Monday is part of an investigation into whether Trump took classified records from the White House to his Florida residence, according to people familiar with the matter. The Justice Department has been investigating the potential mishandling of classified information since the National Archives and Records Administration said it had received from Mar-a-Lago 15 boxes of White House records, including documents containing classified information earlier this year. Do these people know that they're incriminating themselves? Do these people understand that they will be found? This is a repeat of January 6th. This is what Trump has done. He has made people feel that it's okay to say these things and not only say them, but carry out these acts. What, what, what kind of world are we living in? And clearly these people are ignoramuses. Haven't heard that word in a long time. Or used it. They're deplorable and dangerous, I agree. They feel that that's the way to do things. Take by the country, take by the country from home. And take it back and do what with it? Some of y'all don't even have two... Don't even have a bucket to piss in, much less. Don't lock and load. You don't have buckets to pee in, but you should have a lot of ammunition. Because they're, they're ignorant. They're unintelligent. They don't know how to think. They don't know how to rationalize. They don't know how to reason. Yes, and I, you know, for years we have been called savages and thugs. They are the, they're behaving like savages and thugs. Uh, uh, these people are deplorable. I'm sorry. Coming up after the music break, we do have business and tech and health and science news. Here is Bobby Brown. Let me mind my prerogative, okay? Show me. 
that I wanna live It's my prerogative I can do just what I feel It's my prerogative Nobody can tell me what to do It's my prerogative Cause what I'm doing, I'm doing for you now Don't get me wrong, I'm really not suit Eagle juice is not my thing All these strange relationships Really gets me down I see nothing wrong Can spread myself around Everybody's talking all this stuff about me Right about now You're about to be possessed By the sounds of MC Raw Face And DJ Easy Rock Hit it! Clubhouse, who remembers this song word for word? Who, who remembers that? I don't know why. I feel like starting it over. I, I loved this song when I was in high school. Absolutely loved it. Sorry, I had to start it over. Who wants to take a go? I can't embarrass myself on air this morning. I'm trying to remember the words of, okay, last reset, last, last reset, let, let me see, okay, hold on, You know we got this. I heard your hot chocolate stuff when that party sweaty during the day. To make the thing go right. Okay, okay, hold on. Come on, come on. <laughs> Alright, the next verse coming up. Hold on, hold on. Let me get ready. 
name is Rob, I got a real funky concept. Listen up, cause I'm gonna keep you one step. I got an idea that I wanna share. You don't like it, so what? I don't care. I'm number one, the Uno, I like cop. Bring the Okay, I just forgot the rest. I'm not a doctor, but I'm in rapture. A slick brother that's an easy out foxy. Cause I'm wrong, the last thing they said. So let's start, it shouldn't be too hard. I'm not a sucker, so I don't need a bodyguard. I'm going fast for a bulletproof vest. I can't stand says, yeah. I'm not. You gotta do the dance too, mama. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I can't cut this song short. I'm sorry, hold on. The situation that the bass is in. I'm kind of speaking the wonderland. I thought you rhymed to a foe or a good friend. But listen up, because I want you to comprehend. Because I'm the leader, the man, superior. I take care of you and then you get wearier. So just sit, my rhymes are not counterfeit. The record sell, which makes this one a hit. I won't. Hold on. Take off your shirt, make sure you don't hit the dirt. The guys, the girls. I'm on a mission, you better just listen. Cause I'm all about this and this. This song. Hold on, how much more time left on this song? <laughs> I remember the song being this song. Hold on, hold on. Alone. I don't need anyone, cause I'm Rob, just came to have fun. Don't need friends that act like those, cause I'm Rob, base, the one who knows. That make you get weary, don't cheer me, just hear me out, cause I got the clout, shout. Before I turn the party out, speak clearly, so you can be my choice on stage, or on record. Take it off the rack, the Big Mac. So let's go. Throw up your hands, go for what you know. I got an ego. Yo, talking to me? No. Oh, Prince Rob is in the front, Easy Rock is in the back. We're not soft, so you better just slack up. Cause I'm cool, calm, just like a breeze. Rock the mic with the help of these. Rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. Woo! I can't. My parents saying, I hope you know your book that like Don't know me, I'm sorry, I was driving allegedly over the speed limit and I couldn't join in. I had to pay attention. <laughs> you better pay attention out there in these streets. Woo! I'm tired. <laughs> this <so> <laughs> You're breaking up, you're breaking. 
breaking up. Whoever has their mic open, you're breaking up. Oh my gosh, I us tired. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, when you have white rum in your coffee in the morning, you'll get that up, beautiful presentation from moments. Thank you so much. Why you put my business out there, bitch? Thank you. I'm here sweating. I'm tired. I can't believe I used to know that song word for word back in the 80s. I was in high school. Yep, and you know the dance. Wow. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Let me see if I can get my breath back together. <laughs> okay, who's going to do karaoke next week? Started it, now we got to keep it going. Next week, Thursday, we're going to find an oldie but goodie, and we're going to do it again next week. Yeah, this was kind of fun. Oh, thank you all for humoring me and listening to <laughs> my, my, my terrible voice. But anyway, it's time for us to get into business and tech news. So Google calls out Apple over outdated technology and user experience. Interesting. Um, saying that texting between iPhone and Android is broken. Hashtag get the message is a new hashtag that Google created in its campaign to push Apple to update what it calls an outdated user experience. As we all know, if you got a droid, you're going to pop up with a green bubble in text messages on an iPhone. And sometimes when you send photos from a droid to an iPhone, they come out blurry. Well, Google is sick of it, and they said in a statement this week, Fortune reports, texting between iPhone and Android is broken. It's time for Apple to fix green and blue bubbles into texting for everyone, wrote Google, which owns Android. It's not about the color of the bubbles. iPhone users get a bad texting experience, the website statement went on. Google also took jabs at how users can't leave groups if they're in a chat conversation with Droid and iPhone users, among other issues. These problems exist because Apple refuses to adopt modern texting standards when people with iPhones and Android phones text each other. The company then promoted people online to share the campaign saying, help at Apple hashtag get the message. Um... Uh, no, y'all keep the bubbles blue and green uh, because that way, you know, that way I know who, who, who I can talk to, who I keep as a friend. Let <laughs> me behave myself. Who uses it? I love it. Thank God. I do too. Thank you. I hate Apple. I hate Yes, it's the forbidden fruit. Naturally, what are we hearing? We have some haters in the building. It's not haters, it's called knowledge. <laughs> moments, moments, forbido. As much um, as I'm into the ecosystem, Apple needs, needs to adapt this new system, period. It's a more secure system. And they're going to they're gonna be forced to. A lot of technology that's on the phone right now that was started on android apple was very slow to incorporate them into um into their into their ecosystem and eventually they're gonna they have no choice they're gonna have because all phone manufacturers right now are using usb-c apple is still trying to hold on to the bs lightning lightning cable uh, in europe in european union they just passed a rule that they're gonna have to 
convert to USB-C. So eventually they, they're going to come along. But right now I'm in the process of trying to convince myself to actually get an Android phone. Just okay. so I could prove to myself that I can intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> naturalist, I'm gonna have to re- naturalist. I'm gonna have to rethink our friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, you just gained one, naturalist. You just gained another. It's being current. Big up. Our our was it was it Warren Buffett or one of the rich guys says he says a Toyota Camry and a Maybach will take to the same direction. Drive it there. So keep riding in the iPhone Camry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Y'all are too funny. But yeah, um, I've owned an Android before. And me, well, it was years ago. I didn't like the experience. I'm not going to lie. It's so funny. In our house, six of us. And uh, it's only one person that uses an Android. Refuses to give it up. Son number one. He... We, upgraded his um phone the samsung what's that one the big one for samsung we upgraded it a couple months ago he says he'll never give up sam he'll never give up the droid he never will you know so he's the outcast in the house brought my mo- we brought my mother on board she is now she's moved a- moving away she still has one android but her other phone is a iphone now so yeah and she says <laughs> She was bullied. She was bullied. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I plead the fifth. I'm doing the Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm gonna do the Donald Trump for that one. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, so coming up, I don't know who wants to take on this one. Bust a move, Young MC. Get your lyrics together. Whoever wants to do that one, that song is coming up when we go to break next, all right? So, uh, Chipotle to offer $1 million worth of free burritos to recognize teachers before the new school year. Before the start of the school year, Chipotle Mexican Grill is giving U.S. teachers a chance to receive free burritos. During the week of August 15, the fast casual restaurant chain plans to give away more than $1 million worth of free burritos to teachers at over 2,000 schools. In order to select the teachers who will receive free burritos from Chipotle, a nomination pool will be compiled from Chipotle fans such as students, parents, family members, and friends from August 9 through August 12. Chipotle fans can nominate the exceptional K-12 through teachers in their lives by tagging their favorite educator in a Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram post and leaving a comment about the person's influence. Each social media platform has created a specific area for customers to submit their entries. Chris Brandt, who is Chief Marketing Officer at Chipotle, said teachers cultivate a better world by shaping the next generation. He added, as a longtime supporter of education, we are encouraging our fans to join us in recognizing teachers and their impact on America's youth. According to Chipotle's Burritos for Teachers press release, the company will choose 2,000 teachers at random from comments posted on all three social media platforms. Okay. You know, does um, Chick-fil-A do anything like that? Because teachers do buy a lot of Chick-fil-A. Just, just a thought, Chick-fil-A. Step up. In health and science news, eight reasons why you wake up tired, they say, and how to fix it. You sleep for 78 to, to seven. 
You sleep for seven to eight hours almost every night, only to feel unrested through the morning or even most of the day. How could you be following a golden rule of sleep so right, yet feel so wrong? This discrepancy is often due to a heightened state of sleep inertia, a circadian process that modulates memory, mood, reaction time, and alertness upon waking. This is according to a 2015 study. Some people experience impaired performance and grogginess in this period after first turning off the alarm. The effects of sleep inertia usually go away after 15 to 60 minutes but can last for up to a few hours. Sleep inertia impairs more sophisticated cognitive skills such as evaluative thinking, decision making, creativity, and rule usage, and gets worse the more sleep-deprived a person is. But even if your job isn't saving lives or drinking or driving a truck overnight, experiencing sleep inertia for hours can still affect your quality of life. The way to address this begins with evaluating your sleep using the two cues, said pulmonary and sleep specialist Dr. Raj Dasgupta, who is a clinical associate professor of medicine at the University of Southern California's Keck School of Medicine. He said, if you're getting the good quantity sleep, the next question is, am I getting good quality sleep? So those are the two cues, quantity and quality. Das Gupta suggested seeing a sleep specialist who can check for an underlying or primary sleep disorder. But there are other more easily modifiable factors that could be interfering with the restoration and recovery processes, such as memory consolidation, hormone regulation, and emotional regulation or processing that need to happen during sleep. The ideal way to track sleep quality and quantity is especially if you think you could be diagnosed with a sleep disorder, is undergoing polyso... Okay, so I'm going to break up this word. Never heard it before. Poliso... Polysom... Polysomono... Okay, you know what? Who, who in here is in the medical field? Polysomnography. 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 Whatever. You know what? Y'all get it. P-R-L-Y-S-O-M-N-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. The graphy. The poly blank graphic, that's all I'm going to say. At a sleep clinic, Bard said, apps and electronic wearables, such as watches or rings that measure sleep, are not as accurate as clinical tests, but still provide sufficient information for healthy adults, Barnes said. I'd want to know that it was developed and then validated against another, more accurate device. So here are the eight things. Fatigue, sedentary lifestyle, anxiety or depression, inconsistent sleep, dehydration, poor sleep environment or routine, sleep partner problems, like if your partner snores, Marlon, sleep disorders, right? Yeah, so those things, those are the eight things that can affect the reasons or be the reasons why you wake up tired. So um, why am I hung up on this word? I'm like, I can't wait to get off so I can go look up the proper pronunciation of it. I'm not going to let this word beat me. But yeah, so if you're not sleeping well, try to look into the reason behind it because lack of sleep or not getting proper sleep can actually affect us and how we move throughout the day. Um, it affects how we interact with people, believe it or not. We might not be aware. We might be snapping at people. 
And it could be because we're not getting enough sleep, anxiety or depression. Let's focus on that. Dehydration. Drink our water, folks. Drink our water. All right. If your partner snores, I don't know what to tell you about that one. I am, I'm constantly sticking Marlon in the side and telling him to turn over because I'm not a snorer, but he does, right? So it tends to keep me up sometimes, wakes me up. It feels as though the roof is caving in. But, um, why are you lying? Why are you lying? <laughs> so who's who they gonna believe you or me? Probably. Marlon is probably because of the 5G coming from her, her iPhone. And it's disturbing. It's the radiation. No, there are clinical studies that prove it. So I'm just saying. Who y'all gonna believe, Marlon or me? I got you, Marlon. <laughs> I appreciate you, Chief. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> uh, she lied. <laughs> y'all figured as much. I don't lie. <laughs> My father would always say, I don't lie, I'm only talk when I'm gone, so. I don't like folks. I don't lie. She's a bad baba jamo. There we go. We're gonna take a quick break. When we return, we have more stories for you on the sports news scene. Young MC coming up, so if anybody wants to take a go at that one, be my guest.
bad time. I'm gonna restart it. I'm just giving you all a chance to warm up your drugs and get ready, cause here we go. Alright, let, let me let me reset it. Let me reset it. Who wants to take on this one? Fellas, try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females, get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad, it's showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Hold on a second, y'all really not gonna do this one with me? Nobody, nobody gonna sing this one with me? Huh? Nobody know this one, word for word? Or even parts of it? I'm gonna start it over, one more time, let's go I get it, y'all too young for this. I get it. This here's a jam for all the fellas. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down cause you're overzealous. Play hard to get females, get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad, it's showing body. A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her, but you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter. Next day's function, high class luncheon. Food is served in your stone cold munching. It comes on, people start to dance, but then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants. A girl starts walking, guys start gawking, sits down next to you and starts talking. Says she wanna dance cause she likes the groove, so come on, fat so and just bust the move. Uh, 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 come on, folks, come on, wake up! Just bust the move. And you're wishing someone could cure your lonely condition Looking for love in all the wrong places No fine girls, just ugly faces From frustration, first inclination is to become a monk and leave the situation But every dark tunnel has a light of hope So don't hang yourself with a celibate rope Your movie's showing, so you're going Could care less about the five you're blowing Theater gets dark just to start the show Then you spot a fine woman sitting in your row She's dressed in yellow, she says hello Come sit next to me, you fine fellow You run over there without a second to lose And what comes Next, hey, bust the move. Just bust the move. In the city, ladies look pretty. Guys tell jokes so they can seem witty. Tell a funny joke just to get some play. Then you try to make a move and she says no way. Girls are. Thank you to all our listeners, logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens on Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee Into World News on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments, on Instagram, Moments With Me Media, and on TikTok moments with me media. It's Retro Thursday. Hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're playing songs from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And I can't believe my clubhouse family left me hanging. They were, you know, somebody was supposed to step up and do this one. Just move, young MC. I actually never liked this song. Really? Why? Okay, all right, okay. We got to hear the details on that one, Javet. What happened? Why you didn't like this one? She couldn't bust the move. 
I need a fish. <laughs> See, I told you, I was there. Oh, she left me on the floor by myself. <laughs> All you gotta say now, Javette, is Trump. Just say Trump and we got it. I I actually used to be in the New York clubs from Wednesday night through Sunday night. Ooh, you sound like me, Javette. You sound like I me. just never liked this song. I, I really don't know why. It just it it seemed like a song for the others. Not from my people. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. Alright. We're gonna have to dig a little deeper into that another time. But interesting. Yeah. So Javette says no to young MC's Buster Move. Yeah. You sound like me, Javette, in my younger days, much much younger days, which was not so long ago, not so long ago. Yeah, Wednesday was the start of my weekend. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, Sunday, rest days, Mondays and Tuesdays. Yep. I don't know how I used to do it though. You'd be coming home five in the morning and then you'd have to turn around, bathe, and go to work. Yep, those were the good old days. No one no better than yeah. That was the life back in Jamaica. Careless and careful. I didn't get home till Sunday morning, so Sunday was my rest day. <laughs> <laughs> and you just lived and lived and lived. Yeah. Good old days. Well, now it's time for us to get into the sports news. FIFA looks to start the World Cup in Qatar one day earlier. Host nation Qatar is set to play in the opening game of its own World Cup tournament after all. And on a standalone day being added to the schedule barely 100 days before kickoff. Soccer's marquee tournament is now set to start one day earlier than originally scheduled seven years ago in a move that would allow Qatar to play Ecuador on November 20. This is what a person who is familiar with the proposal told the Associated Press on Wednesday. The person spoke on condition of anonymity because the person was not authorized to discuss the matter. The proposal will be put before a committee comprised of FIFA President Gianni Infantino and the heads of the six continental soccer bodies, the person said. A decision is expected this week. According to a letter sent by FIFA this week and seen by the Associated Press, the governing body is asking for approval from the continental soccer bodies by Thursday. Today, Qatar should now get an exclusive Sunday slot for its opening ceremony and the World Cup debut at the 60,000 capacity Albat Stadium. Fraser Price blazes 10.62 in Monaco. Wow! Martin said last night, it seems as though the older she's getting, the better she's getting. Jamaica's sprinting sensation Shelley and Fraser Price continued her superb form in the 100 meters by running the world's fastest time this year at the Diamond League meeting in Monaco on Wednesday. Fraser Price, a 35-year-old mom, clocked a sensational 10.62 seconds at the Lewis II Stadium, 500s faster then she ran to win the world title in Eugene, Oregon three weeks ago. The time smashes the previous best of 10.72 set by disgraced American Marion Jones back in 1998. The Jamaican's victory in Monaco was her third sub-10.70 run within a week and saw her become the first woman in history 
to break 10.70 six times in the same season. No other woman has broken 10.70 more than four times in a career. Fraser Price's compatriot Sharika Jackson got the better of Marie-José Talou of the Ivory Coast for second place. Jackson clocked 10.71, a new personal best, while Talou finished in 10.72, an African record. I've now had three back-to-back races, so I'm going to take some time for recovery and see what I'm able to do with some rest before I come back said Fraser Price. I did what I needed to do and we had fun and let the clock do the talking. Fraser Price hailed what she dubbed a remarkable year on the track. I cannot be disappointed with the season, she said. To be able to run 10.6 consistently means a lot to me. It is very hard to keep the speed on this level. It is important for me to deliver fast times because I'm looking forward for myself to have a great season. What in the gajeebs is this? 10.62. First woman in history. Wow. That's all I can say is... Wow. Wow. Is she even human at this point? Is she even human to be able to do that? 10.62. These, um, older she get, the faster she get, and that is amazing. You know, that's amazing. I'm proud of her. That is amazing. And you, know, I mean, you and Javette get a little older, you slow down. You know what? Shut the hell up, Marlon. Goodbye, Marlon. Can somebody you put know, Marlon in the, in the gulag, please? Raise the price is doing it. You guys slow down, you know. That's all right. Slow. I got my own skills and talents, okay? What you got? What you got? What you bring I to got, the table? Got mine too. <laughs> you ain't gonna do me and Javette like that. Uh-uh. Not after Javette saw to it that you had a playlist that you liked yesterday. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know, it's all love, you know. It's, yeah, it's whatever, good. Marlon. Oh, now you're trying to come back around? I ain't trying to come <sighs> back. You know. Marlon, Marlon, Marlon. Have Thank several you. seats, Marlon. Please. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. But I'm proud of her. Uh, I must say that the Caribbean as a whole, ha- they have been stepping up. The athletes have been stepping up and they're shining. But I have to say, yes, the Jamaican team, the under 20, I'm kind of scared of them. The under 20, the women, I am scared of those girls. And I can't wait to see them on the Olympic scene. They're going to tear it up. I'm sorry. I don't know what y'all eating. I don't know what y'all doing. I really don't know. But you know what? Y'all are blessed with that talent. Athleticism. Don't put that out in the universe because somebody's going to go and find something about ackee and saltfish <laughs> and claim that it goes against some type of ruling. So don't put that out in you the know, universe. You know, you're right. But Javette, that ackee probably is our... Um, yeah, that's our, what you call it, anti-wrinkle cream. Who to tell? Yeah, and a lot of people in the Caribbean eat ackee. It's not just Jamaicans, folks. Don't think it's just Jamaicans alone. But there's something in our food, and I have to say, in, the, in our communities, that keeps our skin wrinkle-free for the most part. 
wrinkle free for the most part. I remember my dad's stepmom. A lot of people thought she was my dad's mother, and she thought she was my dad's mother too. You couldn't tell her otherwise. Um, she died in her nineties, even though she was a fair complexion because she was mixed, um, German and African. Um, at ninety-two, she looked as though she was she was in her sixties, and her diet what it com what did it comprise of for the most part pumpkin what you call squash hair lots of vegetables like what you what do you call it here chayote or we call it chocho back home um yam yellow yam white yam little rice very little flour but mostly ground provisions lots of vegetables Carrots, string beans, okra. Um, what else was the vegetable that she would have? Broccoli, cauliflower. But yeah, mostly that. Little rice, little flour. It was amazing. That in her 90s. I think she was 93. I have to double check with my mom. Yeah. Not a wrinkle in her face. Not a wrinkle. So... Besides the melanin that was in her, thank God for that, 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 that helped her too. But I, ha I do believe it's the food. Have you ever gone into the countrysides of Jamaica, for those who are in Jamaica, or the countrysides of your islands, wherever you're from, and you've ever looked at these people, and they would say, oh, so-and-so, they're 80 years old. 80 where? 80 where? You have to look at their hands to see the age, the real age, or if their hair is gray, you know? But yeah, they're... Away from, away from the food, they have no stress or limited stress. That's why most of them look so young and, and, and stuff in that 70s and 80s. The stress level is low, you know, compared to here in the States or, you know, other, other countries. So that's why. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Serena Williams, very emotionally admitted She's terrible at goodbyes. Following defeat by Belinda Benchik in the second round of the Canadian Open, the 23 Grand Slam champion lost 6-2-6-4 in Toronto in her first match since announcing she will be evolving away from tennis. The American, who is 40, received a standing ovation on court and had the full backing of the crowd throughout. It was a lot of emotions, obviously, said Williams. I love playing here. I've always loved playing here. I wish I could have played better. But Belinda played so well today. It's been an interesting 24 hours. As I said in the article, I'm terrible at goodbyes, but goodbye, Toronto. Yep. I was really happy to be out here today and play in front of you guys. She said, thanks for the support. Williams won her first Grand Slam title in the 1999 U.S. Open at the age of 17. Her last Grand Slam title was at the 2017 Australian Open when she was eight weeks pregnant with Olympia. She has confirmed she will play in the Western and Southern Open in Cincinnati, Ohio, and that happens next week. As well, at the U as well as at the U.S. Open later this month. She did say, though, in the article I read yesterday, um, the conversation she had with Vogue magazine, she did say that she, wasn't, she didn't think that she was going to, you know, win. She, she was honest about that. And now it's time for Caribbean Corner. Caribbean Corner. 
second story courtesy of Jamaica Luke News, JLP group, youth group, calls for Bunting's resignation over FLA revelation. The youth arm of the Jamaica Labour Party, JLP, Young Jamaica, is calling for Peter Bunting to resign as opposition spokesperson on national security following media reports pertaining to the governance practices and actions of the Firearm Licensing Authority in 2013 and 2015. Bunting was the Minister of National Security when the concerning acts occurred. The opposition senator clearly has lost all moral authority to speak on national security matters. The revelation of apparent complicity by the then FLA board under the PNP in the granting of permits to an alleged kingpin will only serve to undermine the crime-fighting efforts of the government and the confidence of the Jamaican people. While Young Jamaica is not accusing Senator Bunting of bestowing grants for the acquisition of firearms to an accused gun smuggler personally, it was under his leadership and through a board he appointed that these acts took place, Young Jamaica said. We're disappointed by the continued silence from the legislator and security spokesperson. In light of his clear lack of judgment, we call for Peter Bunting to resign as opposition spokesperson until a fair and just investigation is undertaken by the relevant authority, the political group added. It came to light recently that the FLA granted gun permits to a person of criminal antecedents. The person is now in police custody after being charged with the smuggling of over a dozen firearms into Jamaica. I think that's the case out of Ocheris, where they held the man in Ocheris, if I'm not mistaken. Should Mr. Bunting remain defiant in his position, we're urging all civil society groups with an interest in national integrity, good governance, and accountability in Jamaica to join our call. Young Jamaica is specifically urging PNP President and Leader of the Opposition, Mark Golding, to demand Bunting's resignation. Young Jamaica said it and all well-thinking Jamaicans are truly shocked by recent revelations as reported by major media organizations pertaining to the governance practices and actions of the 2013 and 2015 FLA under the former minister. This is not the first instance of perceived impropriety at the FLA during the stewardship of Mr. Bunting as security minister as an integrity commission report Integrity Commission report also made a damning revelations earlier this year. Oops, that's what Young Jamaica is saying. I'll say this, Young Jamaica. Your call is valid. I applaud you for that. But let us make sure that on the JLP side, we're also going to clean house. If there is any person who at any time has been a part of the FLA while serving in the capacity of parliamentarian, let us see to it that they too are asked to step down. I'm just going to say, if we're calling for action on one side, we've got to call for it on our side as well. Be Dennis the Menace. Clean house on both sides of the fence where that is considered. Right? Yeah, this, ahead, this is Mark Gold, yeah, this is Mark Golden's fault too. So like he should go too because like you know, like when you want the leadership, like he shouldn't have he shouldn't have um because Bunting didn't win, right? So he has no right to to hold any office. And because they, because they are they're they're like bodies, like I guess he feel like he didn't have a choice. 
But I think you should have sit him down and said, look, it's not fair. So you should just ride off in, 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 into the wilderness or whatever. You're already a billionaire. Go go live your life. Like he sh So I think it's his fault too. So, yeah. He's, he's probably not going to do it. Tell, or, or encourage him to step down. But he, he shouldn't be there in the first place. And this is why, like I said yesterday, um, Andrew Olness is going to be like historic in the Caribbean in terms of like five I think um what's his name is is, is in his fifth term now um Gonzal from um St. Vincent and the Grenadines mm -hmm. but I, I think Anjo Andrew's still young enough and the PMP is still stupid enough to to, to, to not clean house so I think Andrew Holness could could do like a sixth term as the leader of Jamaica okay. if PM, if the PMP continue with their garbage. Well, the PMP needs to clean up. Well, um, what's her name? Lisa Hannah made it very apparent and very clear, even though she didn't say it in those exact words. She put it very eloquently. They need to clean up their act if they intend, if they have any intentions of getting back in power and leading the country forward. They need to start cleaning up their act. She said it. She said it. So unless they are comfortable with sitting in a position of just being critics and not being doers, of not being leaders, forward-thinking people, well, I don't know what to tell them at this point. I really don't know what to tell them. Is Manly happy with the progress right now? No, I don't think so. I really don't think so. They have work to do, James. And I don't know who's going to tell them. Lisa already told them. But could it be they don't want to hear it from her? I don't know. I want to believe that PJ has said, some, has said something to them too. I don't know. Yeah, and, and remember the kick out time was her name to Crystal. So ah, Crystal. Was, is it Crystal Lee? No, Crystal um, Beaneman's, um Yeah, Crystal Lee. Isn't that her name? Lee, isn't Lee her is it, name? Is it Lee? I don't know if it's Lee, but yeah, remember the, the kicker out because she was too, she talked too much, so the kicker out. So they don't <laughs> listen to anybody who talk, right? Or they don't listen to women, which one? <laughs> no, they just don't listen to people. They, you, you talk and they kick you out. They, they don't like them in Crawford either, so it, it's just, you know? So, do they want to move forward? Which then cements my idea is that they're okay with being critics because that's what they're good at. Being very critical. Very critical with no solutions. I will tell you this. Damon Crawford has solutions. He has positioned solutions. Lisa Hanna has positioned, positioned solutions. And she's backed it up by acting. Carrying out those um, things that she, you know, she thinks are doable. That would be impactful. So they don't want that. They, they just want to talk. They just want to go in Parliament and bang, bang, bang. That's all they want to do on the table and fall asleep. Yep. And make a mockery of the situation that's going on. Jamaican recording artist Jack Yor will continue serving his six-year sentence for attempted manslaughter in the Netherlands, a judge ruled on Tuesday. What am I longing for? Singer appeared in court on Tuesday for a pro forma hearing.
He is scheduled to return to court on November 1. Yesterday was another pro forma court date where the judge decides on the continuation of the incarceration. The court has decided to keep Jakir incarcerated, uh, said Tushka Esed, who is a press officer at the Public Prosecution Office, to the Court of Appeals in the Netherlands when speaking with Loop News on Tuesday. In March 2022, Jakir, who is 43, whose real name is Sichakor Alcock, was acquitted of an attempted murder charge, but convicted of the lesser offense of attempted manslaughter on March 22 in relation to the stabbing of a promoter over unpaid money in October 2021. He was sentenced to six years in prison in the Netherlands. Following the sentence, Dutch prosecutors appealed to the court against the acquittal in the attempted murder charge. There is still no hearing date scheduled for a new trial, so Jacure could find himself with a longer prison sentence if prosecutors have their way. In the meantime, he's sitting in limbo. There is no substantial hearing date scheduled yet, hence the pro forma hearing, as said said. According to Dutch law, in a pro forma hearing while an inmate is waiting for a court date of the actual trial, a judge has to decide about incarceration, whether to keep a suspect incarcerated or not. Every 90 days, there are the pro forma hearings. Okay, so that's how it works in the Netherlands, all right? Once we have the entire dossier files ready, which goes through several administrative steps after the first trial, the hearing will be planned. The Court of Appeal looks over the case again and their ruling will overrule the previous ruling by the District Court, said explained. Jacure is no stranger to the criminal justice system as he has had other brushes with the law. He was convicted of rape and illegal possession of a firearm in April 1999 and served eight of a 15-year sentence in prison. He was released in July 2007. Um, how do I feel? I don't know how to feel. Jacure, you caused this on yourself. Um, a dose of humble pie was served to you once before. Now you're getting the second slice. Second slice. Um, he should be grateful that they acquitted him of the attempted murder charge. He should be grateful of that because, in my opinion, based on what was reported, it was premeditated. It, his actions were premeditated. He was he prepared for the interaction. He prepared for that encounter. So he needs to be very grateful that it was acquitted well, you know, he was acquitted of the murder charge and is being convicted of the lesser offense, which is attempted manslaughter. Somebody said months ago in Coffinto, um, when his whole case was being discussed <laughs> and the the term, the prison term He's serving the remainder of the 15 years. And that's what it would appear to be. Right? What are you longing for? Here's what I'm longing for, Jacure. Get your act together. Shelly Ann Allen, the 42-year-old Jamaican policewoman charged with smuggling more than 1,000 grams of cocaine into the United States, has been sentenced to nearly three years in prison. The magnitude of the charges, two counts, importation of 500 grams or more of cocaine and possession with intent to distribute 500 grams or more of cocaine, suggested that Allen could have faced up to 40 years 
in federal prison if convicted. Allen will, however, serve 33 months. The policewoman admitted to arriving in Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport on a flight from Montego Bay, St. James on February 3 with packages of cocaine in a body cavity and inside her bra cups. Allen also had 90 pellets of packaged cocaine inside her stomach. The policewoman had more than 1,000 grams of cocaine on or inside her body. As part of her guilty plea, Allen admitted the following. On February 3, Allen arrived at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport on a flight from Montego Bay, Jamaica. An inspection by U.S. Customs and Border Protection revealed that Allen had a package of cocaine inside her vagina and a package of cocaine inside each of her bra cups. Allen also had 90 pellets of packaged cocaine inside her stomach, which she had swallowed. CPB officers took Allen to a local hospital where she expelled the 90 pellets. In total, Allen had over 1,000 grams of cocaine on or inside her body when she entered the United States, about 200 in her vagina, about 143 grams in her bra, and about 690 grams inside her stomach. She was initially scheduled to be sentenced by U.S. District Judge Rodolfo A. Ruiz II, uh, yeah, on June 15 in a federal court in Fort Lauderdale, but that was postponed. The Miami Field Office of Homeland Security Investigations investigated the case. CBP assisted in the matter. Assistant U.S. Attorney William T. Shockley prosecuted the case. I have one question. Can somebody give me an idea what 143, I'm sorry, what 200 grams look like? Tell me about a flower. You know something, um... Let me let me let me jump let me jump on Google here. What is two hundred grams in pounds? Because I, I want to know. Oh, two hundred grams is less than half a pound. Is that right? Yeah. In mass. Okay. In mass. So two hundred grams is. 0.441 pounds or 0 pounds and 7.05 ounces. Okay, I was trying to get an idea. Half a pound, that sounds like a lot. How do you get that to hold in your vaginal cavity? Okay, that's And walk up and down with that. Uh, how do you... Damn. Huh? How do you do that? Girl, you're good. That's all I can say. You're good. 200 grams? You walk around with that? Is it, wasn't it uncomfortable? Because from the time you have that put in you, ah, okay, let me, let me keep my thoughts to myself. Um, a Brazilian woman has been arrested on allegations. She was part of a bizarre scheme to defraud her 82-year-old mother, Genevieve Bogici, the wife of late art collector Jean, out of money, artwork, and jewelry, totaling some 724 million reas which is $142 million U.S. dollars. Her arrest on Wednesday has exposed a disturbing web of fraud that police say lasted years and involved alleged psychics to swindle artwork by some of Brazil's most emblematic painters. Four other people were also arrested, and two others, Diana Rosa Aparecido and another uh, Stanesco Vulatic and Slavko Vulatic, are on the run. 
The scam began in 2020 when Genevieve was approached by a supposed psychic with prophecies about her daughter's imminent death. The victim was then taken to several more psychics who police say used personal information provided by her daughter to scam her distraught mother into transferring money to pay for spiritual treatment. In the months that followed, police allege that suspects, phys suspects physically threatened Genevieve and that she was kept at home for months by her daughter. Sabini and her an accomplice, posing as a psychic, began to take the artwork from her mother's house, claiming that the painting was cursed with something negative, with negative energy that needed to be prayed over. This is according to Rio de Janeiro police officer Gilberto Ribeiro. You do that to your own mother? How do you know she's not willing all of that to you? Oh, you can't wait for her to die, so you want to get it now. Oh, my gosh. But I was looking at some of the artwork. I know that there's an artist in every one of us right here. Yeah? Because these things, some of them, look as though they were painted by elementary school students. So, us parents who have been guilty of, um, you know, once the children leave elementary school, that's when we dump the artwork they bring home to us. And, oh, my gosh, mommy, look what I did. Oh, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. I'm adorable. And you put it up on your refrigerator and you put it there, pride and joy. Well, so the artwork is no different from this. So I'm going to say we need to stop dumping our children's artwork and start framing them because they are originals, which could possibly garner huge sums of money just a thought yeah 137 million dollars worth wow i'm wasting time um so to all of you who have young children or grandchildren hold on to the art that you collect from your children and grandchildren all right Time for another quick break when we return. It is Believe It or Not News. Heard the Pussycat Dolls with Docha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we about to get it just a little hot and sweaty in this hoop? Baby. Ladies, let's go. Soldiers, let's go. Dolls. Let me talk to y'all and just, you know, give you a little situation. Listen, listen. You see the get hot every time I come through when I step up in the spot. Make the place sizzle like a summertime cookout. Proud for the best chick. Yes, I'm on the lookout. So banging, shorty like a belly dancer with it. Smell good, pretty skin, so gangster with it. No tricks, only diamonds under my sleeve. Give me the number, but make sure you hide before you leave. I know you like me. I know you like me. I know you do. I know that's why whenever I come around, she's all over you And I know you want it I know you want it It's easy to see And in the back of your mind, I know you should be home with me Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was fun like me? Leave it alone. 
Down to the quality music zone, QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Drawback Thursday. So we're playing songs from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. For quality music while you work or play, hop on to QMZRadio.com. It will definitely help you get through your day. 
If you have not already done so, download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Take us on the go. On JanoRigger.com, we have Blitz Thursday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, Takeover Thursday, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., and then Musical Chairs at 9 p.m. Blitz Thursdays with DJ Lankomatic, Takeover Thursday, DJ Indu, and Musical Chairs with DJ Reds. It's Believe It or Not Stories. And yep, believe it or not. Thank you, Cisco, according to Marlene Sweetsco. <laughs> Thank you, Cisco. A uh, doctor in California was allegedly caught pouring what appeared to be Drano in her husband's lemonade in an attempt to kill him. Talk about you better drink the lemonade. All right, then. Last week, police in Irvine, California, arrested 45-year-old U. Oops, I hope you're not, are you hearing a crackle there? Let me know. Not sure where that static is coming from. I do apologize. So let me start over. Doctor in California was allegedly caught pouring what appeared to be Drano in her husband's lemonade in an attempt to kill him. Last week, police in Irvine, California arrested 45-year-old you, Emily, after her husband showed authorities evidence of her trying to end his life. According to court documents, her husband set up a hidden camera in the couple's home kitchen. In the video footage, Yu is allegedly seen pouring a drain cleaning solution into his cup of lemonade on at least three occasions. This is according to ABC7 News. The husband became suspicious of his wife after tasting chemicals in his lemonade over the past few months since March. At one point, he was even diagnosed with two stomach ulcers, gastritis and esophagitis. Growing skeptical, he set up cameras in his home. Once Yu was caught in action, her husband reported her to the police and she was arrested. The husband has since filed a restraining order against Yu. The now-approved order claims the woman has been abusive verbally and physically toward her two children and her husband. Both children have suffered physical, verbal, and emotional abuse, the documents claim. Emily Yu often uses sleep deprivation to punish the children. When the children fall asleep without her permission, even if after 11 p.m., she would wake them up, demand that they go to her room, shut the door, and make them cry. It goes on. After the children were born, I became concerned about Emily's behavior, who is also you. 
not only was she very demanding of me that I give her massages, one time, one time when I could not because I was sick, she stepped on my head until I did and also began hiding money from me. Both you and her husband are doctors. You is a dermatologist while her husband is a radiologist. Her husband also filed for divorce on the same day the order was requested. all in the lemonade if you can't trust your partner who you going to trust the person you sleep with the person you have sex with the person you confide in oh my gosh I'm, I'm curious to know what her reason is for this kind of behavior why is she attempting to kill her husband this now sounds like psychological disorder you know stepping on his head because he can't give you a massage because he's tired. Waking the children up, not wanting them to sleep. She, she This is a definition of crazy. This is. Yeah, in my opinion. A Nebraska woman has been charged with helping her daughter have an abortion. A Nebraska woman, yeah. Charged with helping her teenage daughter end her pregnancy at about 24 weeks after investigators uncovered Facebook messages in which the two discussed using medication to induce an abortion and plans to burn the fetus afterward. The prosecutor handling the case said it's the first time he has charged anyone for illegally performing an abortion after 20 weeks, a restriction that was passed in 2010. Before the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June, states were not allowed to enforce abortion bans until the point at which a fetus is considered viable outside the womb, which is at roughly 24 weeks. In one of the Facebook messages, Jessica Burgess, who is 41, tells her then 17-year-old daughter that she has obtained abortion pills for her and gives her instructions on how to take them to end the pregnancy. The daughter, meanwhile, talks about how she can't wait to get the thing out of her body. A detective wrote in a court document, I will finally be able to wear jeans, she says in another message. Law enforcement authorities obtained the messages with a search warrant and detailed some of them in court documents. In early June, the mother and daughter were only charged with a single felony for removing, concealing, or abandoning a body and two misdemeanors, concealing the death of another person and false reporting. It wasn't until about a month later, after investigators reviewed the private Facebook messages, that they added the felony abortion-related charges against the mother. The daughter, who is now 18, is being charged as an adult at the prosecutor's request. Burgess attorney, Burgess's attorney did not immediately respond to a message on Tuesday and the public defender representing the daughter declined to comment. When first interviewed, the two told investigators that the teen had unexpectedly given birth to a stillborn baby in the shower in the early morning hours of April 22. They said they put the fetus in a bag, placed it in a box in the back of their van and later drove several miles north of town where they buried the body with the help of a 22-year-old man. 
The man whom the Associated Press is not identifying because he has only been charged with a misdemeanor has pleaded no contest to help burying the fetus on rural land his parents own north of Norfolk in northeast Nebraska. He is set to be sentenced later this month. In court documents, the detective said the fetus showed signs of thermal wounds and that the man told investigators the mother and daughter did burn it. He also wrote that the daughter confirmed in the Facebook exchange with her mother that the two would burn the evidence afterward. Based on medical records, the fetus was more than 23 weeks old, the detective wrote. Burgess later admitted to investigators to buying the abortion pills for the purpose of instigating a miscarriage. Wow. Um, while you sending texts or messages on Facebook, don't you know that's the least secure way to communicate about an abortion? You wouldn't why would you do that? That's dumb. I'm sorry, that is plain dumb. Why aren't you having these conversations face-to-face? Because clearly you have access to your child. Those are not conversations that should be had via any electronic media. Those are conversations you would whisper. You don't have the baby, okay. We're going to do an abortion, but you know it's illegal, so we're going to have to do it this way. That's just common sense. Well, I would think, I don't know. Now look at what happened. So let me ask you a question, because here's something that's interesting. Um, a human being. They're classifying the fetus as a human being. When an abortion is done on a, on a person who is over 24 weeks old, do you get a death certificate? Because if the, if the, if the fetus is being treated as a human being, um, that is able to live outside the womb, right? This is not according to me. This is according to science, right? Let me go back up in the article here. Bear with me one second. I don't want to get it right. Uh, it's viable, right? That was the word that was used. Oh my gosh, I'm seeing doubles. Okay. Um... If that's the case, then anything over 24 weeks, shouldn't you get a death certificate for the child, man? I don't know. I'm asking. Because, you know, they change up how they refer to fetuses. I don't know. They say 24 weeks, it's a human being. I'm confused. Anyway, not going to um, beat myself up over it. Six schools in North Carolina County to place AR-15s in every building this school year. In a radical initiative to improve school safety, that's what a North Carolina school system will be doing. Following the tragic school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, the, that killed 19 students and two teachers, Madison County Sheriff's Office and school officials have decided to place guns in all six schools in the county. Sheriff Buddy Harwood told the Asheville Citizen Times that all firearms, extra ammo, and breaching equipment would be locked within a safe. He pointed out that one justification for the action was the law enforcement's slow response to the Robb Elementary School attack in May. Those officers were in that building for so long and that suspect was able to infiltrate that building and injure and kill so many kids. I just want to make sure my deputies are prepared 
in the event that happens. According to the Citizen Times, there will be school resource offices at six schools, including the three elementary schools. Asheville Boncombe Technical Community College instructors have been training police officers, he claimed. The reason we put the breaching tools in the safes is that in the event we have someone barricaded in a door, we won't have to wait on the fire department to get there, Harwood told the outlet. We'll have those tools to be able to breach the door if needed. I do not want to have to run back out to the car to grab an AR because that's time lost. He said, hopefully... We will never need it, but I want my guys to be prepared, as prepared as can be. Will Hoffman, superintendent of Madison County, said school administrators have been consulting with local law enforcement about various safety precautions before the start of the new school year on August 22nd. I hate that we've come to a place in our nation where we've got to put a safe in our schools and lock that safe up for my deputies to be able to acquire an AR-15. But we can shut it off and say it won't happen in Madison County, but we never know. I want the parents of Madison County to know that we're going to take every measure necessary to ensure the kids are safe in the school system. He also continued to say, if my parents as a whole want me to stand at that door with that AR strapped around that officer's neck, then I'm going to do whatever my parents want as a whole to keep our kids safe. I was expecting to read that um, the teachers would be trained as well because remember at one point there was discussion that teachers should be allowed to have arms in the schools, right? To bear arms in the schools. But uh, yeah, that, that's, that's not a part of the equation over there in that county. Yeah. Um, in entertainment news, so Taylor Swift says she didn't know who 3LW was. That's three little women. Prior to being sued over Players Gonna Play, and I played that song early this morning, um, the lyric in Shake It Off, and for those who are not familiar with the song, let me just go back and give you a little snippet. Can I find it back? Yeah, here it is. Just a little snippet of the song. Players are gonna play. So Taylor Swift evidently um, sampled it in her song Shake It Off. So, yeah, that's the song. Um, interesting. I didn't even pay attention to it. And I, I'm very familiar with the song Shake It Off now that I'm thinking back. The suit, uh, let me rewind, as her lawsuit um, over copying a 3LW song drags on, Taylor Swift insists she had never heard of the group before the complaint was filed. The suit was initially filed in 2017 by writers of the 2001 record Players Gonna Play, according to Sean Hall and Nathan Butler. Swift's 2014 hit single Shake It Off illegally samples the 3LW track in Players Gonna Play, 3LW sings Players Gonna Play, and Haters Gonna Hate. On Swift's track, she sings because the players are gonna play, 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 and the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. According to newly filed court documents, Swift insisted that Shake It Off was written by her without any permission 
or without any inspiration rather from 3LW whom she states she did not know existed at the time. Instead, Swift says she heard the phrase in many songs, films, and other works. She even recalled seeing it printed on a shirt in Urban Outfitters. Players Gone Play peaked at number 81 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2001. Shake It Off, on the other hand, achieved massive su- success, spending 50 weeks on the Billboard 100 with four weeks at number one. The single has since been diamond certified. A judge originally dismissed the lawsuit in 2018. However, an appeal determined that the case would require a jury trial, which will be scheduled at a later date. 3LW has not publicly commented on the lawsuit. Okay, Taylor. Um... Anybody heard the new song that has been put out by Tiny and uh, Candy? Candy Burris and Tiny um, up there at ATL. So I listened to the song. <sighs> They're better writers for other people. That's all I'm going to say on that. When it comes to writing for other people, they, they got it. They're winners. They know what they're doing. But writing for themselves, uh, uh, not so much. But anyway, that's a whole other subject. The, the song is filled with lines from other songs. A whole lot of other songs. So I can't remember the name of the song now. But I sincerely hope that they are in the clear with all these lines from all these other songs. That's all I'm going to say. Because I wouldn't want them to be doling out money unnecessarily if they don't have to, right? In the music business, you got to be so careful. I'm looking up the song. Bear with me. That's why you hear me typing in the background. So, uh, where's the song? Candy and Tiny. I can't play it on there because it's filled with expletives, right? Uh, the song is titled, it's produced by Jermaine Dupree. Hmm. If you get caught, it's about cheating. If you cheat on me and blase, blase, blase. Yeah. If I get caught, that's the name of the song. They can shelf it for all I care. I mean, I've seen them do better. Just my opinion, but I will not impose my opinion on y'all. If you want, check out the song and tell me how y'all feel about it, right? Um, this is an interesting one. I can squeeze this one in here. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton, you know, the play, their team responds to a Texas charges unauthorized performance. Thank you, CNN, for this report. A Texas church performed Hamilton this week, but the team behind the Tony Award-winning production says it should not have happened. Hamilton does not grant amateur or professional licenses for any stage productions and did not grant one to the Door Church. Shane Marshall Brown, a spokesperson for Hamilton, said in a statement to CNN on Monday, Officials behind the musical were not aware of the unauthorized staging until the day after the church's first of two scheduled performances and sent a cease and desist letter, the spokesperson added. 
The door, a church in McAllen, a town in South Texas, was allowed to continue with its planned second performance with conditions. Among them, that the show would not be live-streamed, recorded, or shared on social media in photo or video form, according to the statement. The door performed Hamilton on August 5th and 6th with edited content that included lyrical references to Jesus and Christianity throughout. And this is according to footage of the production shared on social media. A sermon reportedly delivered to the audience also compared homosexuality to drug addiction, according to video. In an additional statement provided to CNN late Monday, the spokesperson said they were not aware of the extensive changes to the show or that there would be a sermon at the end when they allowed Saturday's performance to move forward. <laughs> yes, Annette, laugh for me again. Please laugh for me again because I just blew up my mouth like a blowfish. I saw that show twice. That show is so good. And that was through the pants of those people. Through them. Well, who, who gave you rights to change the lyrics? Who gave you rights to make it religious when it's not religious in any sense? Of, ugh. Sorry. Closing my mic. Good morning again. Good morning, Sonette. How's the summer going, Sonette? It's almost at an end for you. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> I, I wish you were, but my summer ends on... Uh, August twenty uh, ninth. still summer break in this house. In this okay, yeah. so that all right, you can mute your mic. Tonight. I don't know why I said that because now you made me feel worse. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Um, but so it's coming down. My la- next week is my last week of work. Yeah, I announced my last week of work is next week. Um, so I am. I'm ready to, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom for, for a little while, and, you know, that would be a new change, something I've never done, I've never been employed under for more than three months before, so let's see how long I can stand not going someplace else. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you, well, okay, you know, I'm going to, don't, don't go anywhere, folks, do not move an inch, because we're going to be right back, I have, uh, no, I can't play this one, uh, let me play this one. <laughs> I have to say thank you to all our listeners who tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon, and everyone who logged on to FutureFM.net, QMZRadio.com, and JanoRadio.com. And of course, a huge thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee Into, or you were listening at least, to Coffee Into World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Thank you for the great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and always, always interesting perspectives. And remember, here's what's coming up later on today on JohnNoReader.com. Blitz Thursday with DJ Lankymatic at 2 p.m. Eastern. Then it's Takeover Thursday with DJ Indu at 4 p.m. Eastern. DJ Reds brings you musical chairs at 9 p.m. Eastern. Download the Jano Radio app, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Whatever you do, wherever you go, please be safe. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. This is Moments with me signing out. They're there on the dance floor. Now they got me in the middle, feeling like a man. Especially the big.